Hi, I'm Dylan. I'm Sarah. I'm Derek. And we would like to welcome you to Planet Bob, where we talk about the movies and shows that made their way to our little corner of the galaxy this week. Okay, we're going. Are we starting? Oh. We are live. Okay, don't panic. Because <laughs> it's our 42nd episode. Get it? Get episode it? number 42. Hi, I'm 42. <laughs> So 42 is the meaning of life, the universe, and everything. Oh, yeah? We don't know what the great question is, but we know that the answer The is. computer that was figuring out the question got blown up before they had a chance to figure out the, the question. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the meaning of life is 42. And it's our 42nd episode. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, and I it's stupidly magical. didn't think to make this Douglas Adams episode. No. I realized when I started my notes, and I'm like, shit, this is episode 42, and we're doing the wrong movies. <laughs> <laughs> Mistake. But there is a new, a new piece of Douglas Adams fiction available on Netflix. Oh, yeah? I don't know if you've seen it yet, but it's a really strange show called Dirt Gently. Uh, he's a holistic detective. Oh, yeah? No, I haven't. By holistic either. detective, he doesn't look for clues or anything. He just goes from place to place. And, like, let's clues find him. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's, it's really strange, but <laughs> really funny. I think you'd get a kick out of it. Yeah? So, like, give it a, give it a shot when you get home, and we'll, we'll talk about it sometime. All right, I'll check it out. Just power through it. Power through Cause it. Because the first, like, three episodes, you're like, what is happening? Yeah it's, <laughs> yeah. it's really bizarre, and you don't really know what's happening until, like, two episodes before the end. Oh, really? It's eight episodes long, and you don't really know what's happening until episode six. And then there's still some holes to fill in in the last two. It's pretty weird, but it's good. <laughs> I got four episodes in and then told Sarah about it and told her she had to start watching. Yeah. Didn't take long for her to get hooked. It's pretty good. But that is not the subject of this week. Excuse me. This week we're talking about two... Like, Groundbreaking Seriously films. classic sci-fi films in The Day the Earth Stood Still and Forbidden Planet. And Forbidden Planet is actually The Tempest in space. Yep. Space Shakespeare. <laughs> space Spear. No, that's bad. <laughs> what about Spear Keep space? going, yeah. No. Shakespeare. <laughs> William Shakespeare. Um, I wanted to point out that both these movies are actually filmed before humans had actually been to space. The one is in 1951, the other is in 1956, and we didn't get to space till 1961. There were no humans in space. So these are groundbreaking for multiple reasons. Yeah. Which one are we talking about first? Uh, I thought we'd start with the day the Earth stood still, but we could start wherever. It doesn't no, matter to me. Choice. That's the first one. So. Oh, perfect. <laughs> it, chronologically, it's the first. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my first note is that shooting an alien on, fr- on first contact is about the dumbest thing we could possibly do. Yeah. It brings us joy. Get it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if they can get, if they can travel all that distance, if they, if they're better at space travel than we are, their technology is so far beyond us that it would be a joke. Yeah. Trying to hurt them. Well, and it's just kind of like a dick move. Yeah. I get that they're afraid, but the first thing you do is not open fire. Well, no. It's all the tigers in the world would be dead. Yeah. You're yeah. just like, ah! <laughs> what the fuck is that thing? Shoot it! <laughs> it's ridiculous. You can't just do that. It's not cool. Well, he just walks out, and he's not even like... <clears throat> he's not. They don't even have to turn himself into, like, ice cream, pooping tacos. Like on South Park so that they're not afraid or their dad like contact or whatever yeah, yeah. you know yeah. you don't have to like fake someone out like it just looks like he looks like a dude and he's white 
I thought about that while we were watching. I'm like, good thing for him in the 50s that he didn't be like a black alien or a brown alien. Yeah. That would be bad for him. But they didn't know be. he was white at first. He had that helmet on. Yeah, that's why they only shot him in like the leg. Yeah. Yeah. They, well, he opened that... They weren't well, sure at that point, yeah. For real, though, yeah. right? Like He opened uh, up that thing that turned out to be a communication device, and because it had spikes on it, the guy shot him. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, he's going to come come walk across the field and stab me with that thing? It's coming right for us. <laughs> it's always, just make me think of South Park. <laughs> well, it wouldn't surprise me at all if South Park was influenced by, by either of these, well, to some degree. I don't know. I just think it's South Park for everything. That's true. <laughs> that much is true. Yeah, but for real though, like governments don't shoot the aliens when they come unless they shoot us first. Yeah, and if they shoot us first, we're we're doomed anyway. So mm-hmm. let's just let's just all die because that's, that's right. what would happen. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, there's no there's no way to winning like Independence Day that makes people think. <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. Not unless we base all of our technology on theirs and we just know their operating system, like Jeff Goldblum does. Yeah, I thought this movie was, like, super, um, a super influence on Independence Day. Yeah. Like, they open it with all the different radio stations, and what I thought was really weird is that they have the radio stations, which I get, because you're introducing the whole idea that this is global and it affects the entire world, everyone's involved... But they started with, like, Calcutta and France speaking, like, Hindi and French. And I was kind of... I thought that was a strange choice. Like, I thought they would have started... With English? Yeah. But that was the last dude from the BBC. So, yeah, that was kind of strange. But very, like, Independence Day did exactly the same thing. It shows everyone in their own war rooms, like, talking about what's going on. Yeah. Only this time America doesn't save the day. It's not really that kind of movie. There is no saving the day in this movie. Uh... No, they kind of don't have a lot of good choices by the end of it. No. No, they, they don't have a choice at all. Behave or be destroyed. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you bring your violence to space, yeah. we'll destroy you. Gort yeah. will come back and kill you all. Well, I thought the idea was like Gort was coming back, period. <laughs> well, Gort, they have those robots patrolling, but I don't know if they actually stay on the planets for extended periods. I don't know if they enforce that law locally, like on our planet, or if it wasn't super clear. But if there's no war, you'd have to. What do you mean? Well, I got the impression that they wanted Earth to be peaceful, like, period. Well, Klaatu said that he, we could do whatever we want on our planet, just don't bring our violence to space. Don't bring our violence to any of their planets. Well, then this movie doesn't have a whole hell of a lot of stock then, does it? Because we're still stuck here. We've made it to the moon. Well, yeah, but in next in Forbidden Planet, they thought it was going to be the end of the 21st century when we got to space. Got it. We we hadn't been to space yet. This was all completely complete speculation. Yeah, but like far-reaching speculation. Because in in uh, Forbidden Planet, they, they're like, it'll it'll be another hundred years before we get to space. They said the tail end of the 21st century, which is like a hundred years from now, almost. I thought that was the one that just passed. No, we're in the 21st century now. Because oh. we're in the 20... We're in the 2000th year now. Like yeah. 2020th century. It's all coming together. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We'll drop that. <laughs> we don't need a whole big long discussion about, that, about how <laughs> centuries work. <laughs> no? <laughs> I'm not sure it'll be interesting for anyone. Apparently we do. Yeah. We could just we could talk about that after. Just stop recording and give me the gist of it, and then we'll continue on. 
Do you? Do we really want to do that? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think it's funny that it conveniently landed four feet away from the White House in Washington. Yeah. It's like in a park behind the, the White House or some shit. Like, what? Really? <laughs> yeah, okay. Somewhere somewhere in Washington, D.C. Yeah. How did they know? Is he been listening they, for they, a while? He said they were observing. He, that's how he knows English. Because mm. he was... Who's listening to Earth broadcasts? Yeah. Well, and in crappy Keanu version, there's, like, people already there. Like, aliens already living there. Yeah. Yeah, which is... I got I got a question from someone online, which I was confused about at first, because there's only one... There's only one alien in the version we're talking about. Um, but the question implied that there were multiple aliens. Like, the question is, is um, should humans have given the aliens a trial before trying to jail and kill them? I'm paraphrasing. That wasn't his exact question, but that's... <laughs> Should, okay, so should the what? Uh-huh? Should the humans have given Klaatu a trial before imprisoning and trying to kill him? I'm like, I don't. Okay, know. but those are two completely separate instances because they imprison him first, well, and then they of? do totally kill him. Sort of like sort they do of, kill him, they bring him back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's not he's not really imprisoned here because he escapes the military really easily. They kind of take him to a facility, a medical facility. He's like, so they yeah. take the bullet out of him, and then he heals. Like super fast. Within a day, the bullet wound is gone, and they don't they don't put him in a cell until they shoot him in the street when it appears that he dies. The military would never give an alien a trial. No. Besides, isn't it humans have the right to due process? I'm pretty sure that's probably in there. Well, and uh, it's like, yeah, now they just throw him in Guantanamo and say fuck it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't have to charge him with anything. Just put him in there. That'd be a great movie. Clats <laughs> <laughs> you in Guantanamo. Well, it's like if uh, the movie. It'd be Paul. It would end up mm-hmm. becoming Paul. Klaatu's gonna write all the best science fiction movies of history. Yeah, he's gonna give he's gonna give all the best sci-fi writers their their best ideas, mm-hmm. and then he's gonna escape in sixty years, and and uh, uh, Nick Frost and Simon Pegg are gonna drive around the country with him. When did Roswell happen? Nineteen forty-seven, I think. Really? You're you're looking it up, so you can you can confirm if I'm correct or not. But I think I've read enough alien books when I was yeah. a kid. Yeah, forty-seven. Yeah. <laughs> nice. That, that that date is burned into my brain like no other date. <laughs> I don't know much, but I sure know when maybe aliens came here. Yeah. You want to know when important <laughs> historical events actually occurred? I can't tell you. Yeah. But you want to know when a, a probably fake alien crash happened? I'm, I'm your guy. Right. <laughs> That's crazy. I didn't realize it was that early. When did you think it was? I don't know. I, I felt like, like 50s, 60s. Well, it's close. 1947. Yeah. It's know. almost 50s. Only four years before this movie. And it's like World War II ended and then BAM! Aliens. Yeah. Well, that's because it was the. We were moving into the age of science. Atomic age bombs and all that Aquarius. shit. Yeah. No. No, the age of Aquarius is like. <laughs> that's like hippie shit. That's <laughs> hippie shit. That's the 60s. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess we need something else to be afraid of, right? So, like, might as well be aliens. Well, yeah, and something, and it's like science based. It's like the like, Daria episode where everyone's afraid of aliens, and then her dad thinks that they mean communists. It's awesome. Well, I was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking more like, ah, uh, shit, I've lost it now. Aliens, communism, aliens, anything triggering? No, Roswell. World Roswell the Edswell. No, that was a great episode. <laughs> Roswell Enzo, I like that. That was a <laughs> it's Futurama. They won a Grammy or a Golden Globe for that one. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah it's really good. It's it's 
One of my favorite episodes. I can't remember what I was going to say, though. Lesson from not messing up history from Mr. I and my own grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> you got to see it. It's so good. Yeah, if you've got time after, we'll make you watch it. Yeah, everyone watch the episode. Future Emma plug right there. <laughs> I made a, uh, a note here that humans, humans as we are now, we're still kind of tribal. Only our tribes have grown. It's not a local group anymore. It's We've got borders, and everyone is obsessed with their own nation, and to hell with every other tribe. <laughs> yeah. But what uh, what Klaatu is proposing is uh, sort of a, a UN-type government, where you give up some of your autonomy, some of your sovereignty, for peace. Which yeah. I don't... I see this movie now, and I look at it, and I'm like, Americans would never go for this now. You don't think? I don't think so. <laughs> not, not, with, not with Trump as president. Yeah, definitely not. Like, the way things have gone over the last 50 years, I don't think they're, I don't think they could do it. I feel like we would have to, like, annex the U.S., Russia, and China to the moon. Like, send all those governments to the moon. You guys live on the moon. Because <laughs> you guys are crazy. And the rest of us normal humans, and, like, like America, the average American person and Russian person and Chinese, Chinese person can be on the planet Earth. But the government's got to go, because they're nuts. Also North Korea. They're crazy shit, too. They all gotta go, and then the rest of us will be here, and we'll start our own intergalactic UN. International? No, intergalactic. Well, we'd have to reach other galaxies. With Katu's. Extra solar. Well, I mean, like, if Katu's thing is true, then that's what we should do. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, like, I I don't understand the... The UN, as it exists right now, has no real power. Because they don't have Gort. Well, yeah. Yeah. Countries countries still have... The UN exists, and they can pass resolutions and levy fines and stuff, but they don't have real, any real power over what governments do. So, like, if, if you gave them a gort and it could enforce world peace, but as it is, no one wants to give up the, their sovereignty, no one wants to give up that little bit of freedom, even though they're totally okay with giving up other freedoms, like like everything they gave away with the Patriot Act. Yeah. You would have to, though. You would have to go along with this shit, because otherwise they're going to destroy everyone. Yeah. So, like, that's what I'm saying. You just gotta get rid of the crazies, who would be like, let's just blow them up instead. Yeah. Send them to the moon, and everyone else can live here fine. Get rid of the crazy... Because even, like, the governments didn't even want to listen. No. The governments, yeah, were like, no, uh, we're good. Uh, We think you're crazy. We're just gonna lock you up. And it was all the scientists who were like, yeah, let's... Let's get a whole bunch of scientists together, but, like, not just scientists, like, all just the greatest minds we have. Like, let's get all of the academics together. Well, at the end of the movie, they don't even, we don't even know if, if Earth is going to accept. Yeah, they didn't say what, it, yeah. What he right. said, they, the last shot is just, he flies away and all yeah. the humans are there dumbfounded. <laughs> yeah. Which, but like I said, there's no choice there. No, there isn't. No, because he's going to explode you. What do you think would happen, though, if the, like, now, the way the world is now? If there was such a threat out there, well, they try to blow them up. De- yeah, they probably would, right? We'd try, and then we'd all and get then we'd all, yeah. get, we'd all die. That's why I think it's awesome that they were like, "No, let's get all the scientists and all those people together." Only since then, the governments trust scientists even less than they did in the fifties. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Climate change isn't real. <laughs> Donald Trump doesn't even know why we don't use nukes. <laughs> but that's why we shouldn't have. Like, the government should not be in charge of that, if that happens. It should be, yeah. like, scientists. And, and, like, you could have business people. You can have all sorts of different groups of people. 
but it shouldn't just be the government and the militaries deciding what happens because that's not going to bode well. It'd be really difficult transition for the entire planet anyway because we aren't we haven't been subjected to something like that. We've never had to come together like that. It worked in Independence Day. Back to Independence Day. <laughs> but it didn't though because the U.S. is the are the ones that did everything. No, they have like freaking world peace in the second one. Well, yeah, and they all came together because the, the they were one, like. Terrible. Life sucks. In the second one, it's really bad. <laughs> no, I mean, they came together after the first one. No, like, I know. So in the, the second, second one, they have really bad. Well, it is bad movie, but <laughs> I feel like that probably would happen. If, if we were going to be totally extinct and, like, every single country on the planet got equally bombarded and destroyed, people would come together. But it would take something that intense and horrible to do it. There's actually a, a quote from Ronald Reagan that alludes to exactly that, where he talks about it would, it would take a, a, basically a global threat to make us all come together. Like, if humanity faced a global threat, we would all come together, because that's what humans do. Yeah, but again, you but need scientists organizing it, because we are facing a global threat, and governments like ours put gig orders on... Yeah, scientists forever person, like yeah. Harper put gig orders on every scientist we have for de- like a, over a decade yeah that's crazy town so I don't know I don't know what it would take with the governments we currently have to well, come even, together not even just governments it would be hard for it be it, culture would have to shift entirely because right now we're so territorial and we couldn't be that way under under like, you, you talk to Americans about healthcare, like, conservative Americans, and they're like, it's all me, 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 fuck the other guy. You know what I mean? They're not for universal healthcare because they don't want their money paying for other people's healthcare. So in order to care about the entire world, they'd have to get past that insular view. What's, what do you, what? I just don't know, like, where are we going with this? We're just talking. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about people coming together. For humanity to come together and care about everyone else. Oh, because you went really individual with that. Well, that's because that's how we are right now. Humans are highly individualistic. But we'd have to give up that view in order to accept what Klaatu was push- proposing. We'd have to care about Yeah, but people. I don't think it's the individual that's going to war. Like, it's not individual people no, but we would have that to would give be up. causing all of those wars and all those issues. It's, it's not just war. It's our violent tendencies. Yeah, but I thought he was talking about intergalactic war. Interplanetary war, yes. But the idea, like, to stop violence on a global scale, you have to address individual territorialism. Otherwise, the people are always going to be like, I want this, this is mine, you can't have it. Okay, let's move on. (laughs) It's getting pretty deep. (laughs) So, uh, the lighting and effects for 1951 are fucking incredible. Yeah, I really like the ship. And the way they keep, like, they keep characters in shadow. They, they, They use light in a way that's unusual for the time. Like, it's something you would see from Guillermo del Toro now. I did not pay that much attention to the lighting. No, you were... I watched the movie. Don't even... <laughs> I know, I'm just saying. I didn't watch the other one very good, but I watched this one. Well, this this was what they ta- they were talking about in the 70-minute documentary that you watched. Oh, that was before. boring. I did not watch that. They <laughs> <laughs> said so we should put it on, but it was some weird dude talking nonstop for like an hour, and I just Weird didn't dude. Like, talk yeah, weird? some dude. One of the, really, really one of the old producers. Guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah? One of the guys who put the whole production together. Yeah. Not a very dynamic speaker. No. But he made a hell of a movie. Yeah. I just don't care. 
he was talking about how on opening night he was he was so worried that the movie was gonna flop because you know the the scene where the tanks are, are rolling out yeah and it makes that corner he's like people laughed at that scene I thought I thought this isn't comedy yeah people are are, are laughing at the wrong things and then uh, I guess someone a studio executive later is like they're not laughing at the movie they're, it's not that it's funny what's funny is the idea that the military can do anything against this thing yeah like they're rolling out all these tanks and they do nothing they can't do shit against this thing that's come from another planet which I thought was interesting yeah and and it wasn't the guy's first thought like it, it took him like six screenings for like for him to get that message really yeah like he was he was so paranoid that his movie was going to flop and it's it's great i love it even today it holds up yeah definitely i thought clats you look like daft punk in his helmet they <laughs> <laughs> actually like yeah. shiny outfit and helmet you did now that you mentioned that yeah. i never thought of that Maybe that's and there's like some out. electronic music going on. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's where they got their inspiration. Yeah, the crazy Maybe. theremin music in both these movies. Yeah, so much theremin. I liked it better things. in the Daily Earth Sizzle, though. Yeah, it's uh, it's very loud and obtrusive in Forbidden Planet. Oh my god, so much of it. They're like, this is, what's the name? Krell? Yeah. Yeah. This is Krell music. I'm like, Krells suck ass at music. <laughs> they need Daft Punk. They do. Definitely. The Krell. Yeah. Gets him around the world playing nonstop in that really cool house of that dude's. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I made a note that Klaatu is just blown away by the number of people in the, the Arlington Cemetery. Yeah. Like all, did all these people die in war? It just he can't wrap his mind around how many people were willing to, to kill for the weirdest reasons. Yeah. For was, territory. Uh, they weren't too far to World War Two ending when that movie came out, so no. it's still fresh in everyone's minds and seeing that. Yeah, and it, it, there's a very anti-nationalist message to this. Yeah. It's like all human encompassing instead of it's not about a country or individual places. It's right, yeah. Well, because there's a pretty damn good example of everyone coming together. World War Two. Yeah. Well, everyone except Germany and Japan. Well, they came together with their countries. Yeah. They came, together, they came together against everyone else. I mean, the Axis powers were all working together. Yeah, and all the allies were working together. Yeah, yeah, because that wasn't happening without everyone working. I mean, we would have lost that hard if America didn't, like, finally show up We were at the end. The, the tide was turning when America came in. Let's, yeah, let's but be fair. They really <laughs> needed let's to not, get in let's there. Let's not give them all the credit. Cause they no, they don't them. get all the credit because they didn't do anything until the very end. And then they walk in and they're like, oh, we're here, yeah, that's right, I'm going to save the day. And then they take, yeah, they take all the credit, that's not cool. Yeah. <laughs> we totally wouldn't have won if they hadn't done that, but they have a huge army and they just pieced out till the end. So, like, kind of crappy guys, but thanks for coming out. Yeah, well, we they, needed you. They didn't join until, until Pearl Harbor. Yeah. And they're like, hey, fuck you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah. This we, isn't okay. Yeah. Maybe we do have a stake in this. We yeah. thought, you know, it was just your, your problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the Germans blew up one of their boats, too. The Lusitania. Yeah. Yeah, and they told them, they warned them, we're going to blow up your boat. And they went, oh, well, whatever. <laughs> I don't think so. And then they blew up their boat, and they were like, hey! <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck gives? Yeah, you, you blew up our ship! <laughs> well, we told you we were going to. And then they're like, yeah, watch this! And then they <laughs> blew up the harbor. <laughs> You ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> Our American listeners are going to love this. Uh, <laughs> it's true, though. Like It's completely <laughs> it ridiculous how 
they waited so long. Like just, it, it's uh, depressing. Just edited me out of this whole. Well, thing. And the the people, <laughs> I feel like the people that listen to our show are progressive, fairly progressive people. They would know. I would, yeah, I would hope. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm not insulting them. That's how that went down. No, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying. Like the Americans that would be offended are the ones that think that they won World War One, World War Two, all by themselves. <laughs> yeah, that and they is came in and false. saved the day. Yeah, no. But I don't think the people that listen to our show are that way. That's true. I thought it was kind of cool that uh, this movie invented the phrase "We come in peace," which is now like mega cliche. Yeah, yeah. There's even a movie called "I Come in Peace" that is about a drug dealing alien that comes to Earth, says that to people, injects them with drugs, and then steals the endorphins. That's weird. Yeah, it's really fucked up. It's hilarious, but it's fucked. Oh, I. Also, really liked when Klaatu was kind of like snide when he's like, "Oh yeah, here I had this gift for your president, except you shot me and now it's broken." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this was gonna give you all sorts of awesome information about the world, but yeah, there's, there's you're kinda, bad. <laughs> yeah. There's some sassy bitchiness in both yeah. of these movies. Oh yeah, Robbie the robot is like yeah. awesome. <laughs> I want my own Robbie. I, I made out. a I made a note here going back to our Larry Blamire episode <laughs> that that uh, Clatoos people gave up wars eons of Earth years eons of our Earth years ago. Yeah, <laughs> messes and <laughs> warfare. <laughs> yeah, messes and warfare. We gave them up. We don't have it. <laughs> no, no more. Oh, I liked you when the guy the Clatoos walking around. He's like escaped and. That would never happen now because social media would have that dude's face blasted freaking everywhere. Oh, yeah. Like there'd be like a Klaatu Amber Alert going on. I don't think anyone saw his face until he was at the military base. Though. Yeah, they take photos. But with the, with the military and like everyone that, he, standing around while he was coming out of a ship would have been like woo with pictures taking yeah, pictures. Yeah, he had his helmet on. They wouldn't see his face. Oh, did he not take it off? Until he didn't take it off. He didn't take it off till he was in the hospital. Uh, I don't as know. far as I remember, I don't think he took it off. Yeah, I'm not sure, actually. I wasn't paying that close attention. Mm-hmm. I just watched it today, and I, I don't remember. I think that he had it on until they were at the hospital. Uh, but I could be wrong. I don't know. I just I don't think you could just walk around like that today. Even though he looks like a totally normal dude. Well, if they took him to the hospital, like a military thing, wouldn't they have taken a picture of him? But the, would the military let that leak? Well, or if they had a manhunt for there's him. There's no secret about it at this yeah, point. Yeah, that's true. It's not like Roswell, like, let's build a base around where this alien landed and pretend it doesn't exist. I wonder if, they, if, the, if the government would even admit that the alien escaped from them. Yeah, no, probably not, you're right. Because they, they wouldn't want to admit they have that, that big a hole right. in the yeah. security. Yeah. yeah. I like when it says, uh, he's not eight feet tall, as reported, nor does he have tentacles. Yeah. Like... Yeah, so, so it sounds like a Facebook conversation. Yeah, people would be like, whoa, did you see the alien? Yeah, he's like gigantic and <laughs> slimy and he's green and yeah it's like a big big long game of Chinese telephone that's a game that people still know right Is telephone that... hmm what telephone yeah yeah I knew it was Chinese telephone I don't know why I don't know why it had to be Chinese yeah that's weird I don't know that we didn't have that it was just telephone yeah who knows playing some kind of racist version yeah. of telephone yeah oh maybe the God. Vietnamese kids in my class didn't we can't like keep Chinese kids yeah we can't keep offending everybody <laughs> <laughs> Well, if I've learned anything from the the Countdown podcast, it's that controversy brings listenership. Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. And the, there's one guy on there who makes crazy picks every single week. I'm pretty sure he does it just to just to get the listens. Yeah. <laughs> I made a note here that um, 
despite all his anti-violence stuff, Klaatu has absolutely no problem with breaking enter. No, that's right, yeah. Just walks right into dude's house, fucks with his equation. Does a really smart way, though, to get his attention. Yeah. But very he, it's very beautiful mind. But he just walks in there. Yeah, he beautiful minds all over that. He doesn't even beautiful mind, because he just knows the answer. It's common knowledge for him. That's true. <laughs> it's not like he's working out the puzzle. He knows the answer, and he's giving the he guy... He stargates all over it. Yeah, okay, he stargates. <laughs> <laughs> well, he goes in and he fixes. This translation sucks, and yeah. he fixes it. Who wrote this? Who wrote this? Who's the idiot that did this? <laughs> but that's, like, an alien would definitely think that we're, like, all of humanity is stupid. By comparison. Things that he would just know Yeah, like, like, when he's standing around, he's talking about, like, oh, no, atomic power can be used for all sorts of things, like powering the spaceship, and you just need the right inertia, and uh, this and that, and this is how it flies, and it goes this fast, but it will go way faster in space, and the guy's like, okay, man, keep telling the kid that. Yeah, yeah good good one, you almost had the kid there. Yeah. Like, what? No, that's actual science. No. It's funny, too, because that the same reaction would happen now. That's true. So it would be like, okay. Science. Yeah. <laughs> okay, flat Earth. The Earth is flat, dummy. Uh, like, how is that still a There's thing? There's no alien, stupid. Ugh. How is what still a thing? Flat Earthers. I seem to be hearing more about flat Earth lately for some reason. It's I don't ridiculous. Know why. They're everywhere. It's picking up steam or something? I don't know. It's becoming more popular. Yeah. Twitter is bringing out the dummies. <laughs> yeah, and like, there's just not enough of Neil deGrasse Tyson to go around to shut it down. Yeah. Yeah, I, and I, I do my best. I'm sure you see oh, yeah. me ranting at people on Twitter all the time, but <laughs> they, it's it, it's frustrating because they don't listen. There's, the best is, is Neil deGrasse Tyson, though. Yeah. When he shut down B.O.B., that was the best thing ever. See that? No. Yeah, B.O.B., the rapper. Oh, yeah? He kept going on about flat earth. and He's a flat earther. Yeah, he's yeah. like, well, explain this. And then Neil deGrasse Tyson would explain it because he's a scientist. Yeah. <laughs> and then he'd get mad and he's like, I'm a scientist and you're a rapper. You rap and I will science. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, I thought it was funny that the the mom's boyfriend in this movie is like pushing the kid to go with Klaatu the first time. Yeah. And then after that, he's like super jealous. He's like, I never trusted that guy. Yeah. I'm like, you don't trust him, but you told me to send my kid with him. Yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that didn't make any sense. But that guy is weird. Just backpedaling? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, this guy's a creeper. Maybe I should pretend like I never wanted him to go with him in the first place. I liked Klaatu's uh, little demonstration of power, too. They're yeah. Like, we need a demonstration, something dramatic, but not violent. That's right. So he just turns off the power to the entire world, except for hospitals... And airplanes and flight and, like, things that people would die if he turned it off. Yeah. Which I thought was amazing. I just thought it was funny, though, because it didn't make any sense. Because, like, trains stopped. Like, trains are steam-powered. Advanced alien technology, Sam. Yeah. I know. Suspension of disbelief, but I don't like it. I'm not explaining it. I'm saying that it's, uh... Because I was wondering that, too, and, like, traffic stopped. I'm like, well, there's gas-powered, like... Well, yeah, that would affect us now. Yeah. Because... Everything is electronic. Yeah, exactly. Every car has a computer, but they sure didn't in the 50s. No. There's a quote, I think it's Arthur C. Clarke, that uh, any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic. So the magical effects of him turning out the power is just advanced technology. That's the, that's the explanation, the only one that I can offer. I just don't think you need to go that crazy with it. Like, I think if he had just shut off all the power, that would have been enough. We didn't even want to blow but shit I guess, up. But I guess, I don't know. What? Didn't he want to blow shit up at first? That was his idea at yeah. first, but then they, they wanted something non-violent. Yeah. So he's like, okay. Which is, is weird. He's like, he's he seems almost like he wants to use Gort. Yeah. But 
at the same time, that would turn everyone against his message. They just need a video of Gort melting. The guns? Everything. Yeah. yeah. It's like when Dr. Manhattan, like, explodes the tank and then brings it all back together in one ball. Yeah. It's just destroyed. Like, yeah. I, all I would need to do is look at that and be like, yeah, I'm done. Yeah. Before. Well, the first time I saw him explode somebody, be like, okay, I'm not fucking with that guy. Yeah. Well, yeah, like, because in Watchmen, he ended the war that way. Yeah. Like, everyone was just like, oh, can't beat that. The end. Put the guns down. And yeah. that was the end of That's the, the only Vietnam way you war. can really achieve peace, I guess. Like, as far as... Well, which is Klatchy's plan. Yeah, it's... Uh, Make it make it so that if any violation of the law is so ex- like the reaction of the law is so extreme that no one would even think to go against the law. Yeah. Which I don't know as a law-abiding person, like I've I don't go around committing acts of violence. I don't I don't have a problem with that. I would need to know what the rules are because I do get some extreme road rage. Yeah. 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 Some. Like if someone cuts me off, can I still scream at them and flip them off? Because I would think so. You're not doing harm I, to them. I will do that. That will happen in my lifetime again, I can guarantee that, and I really don't want to be exploded by a court. Yeah. It'd be different if you pulled over, pulled them over and beat the crap out of them. Yeah. Yeah. I would not do he that. might not be happy with that. I just yell just, a lot. Yeah. To myself in my own car. Yeah, they don't they don't make it entirely clear how how Gort decides what an act of violence is. Yeah, that would need to be hammered out. Be like, you need to come back and like explain this in more detail. Yeah. yeah. Other than, if you commit violence, we'll explode you. Uh, us, not good enough. Give us a See long detail. Yeah. <laughs> give us a long detailed list. Yeah. yeah. Can and cannot. I need scenarios. We need to work through scenarios, please. <laughs> uh, 1950s phone technology kind of blows my mind. The fact that they had a, a switchboard operator as a character in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> like that could never happen now because. It's not done by people. No, it's really weird. Too. I thought done. it was weird too when they were in the military hospital or whatever, and they were and the doctors were smoking in there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, eh? yeah. Things that things that have changed that you don't really think about. No, that's right. Yeah, it's it just makes sense that you wouldn't let people smoke in hospitals. Yeah, back then, whatever. Yeah, who cares? Yeah, but I mean, people used to smoke at school too. Like people mm-hmm. would smoke in our English office freaking all the time. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah, but there's not people sick and dying in your school. No, but there's kids. Can you imagine now? Can you imagine if I tried to sit at my desk and smoke? Like, <laughs> Even you watch some of those old news clips. Yeah, they're like sitting there having a cigarette. News, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, things are crazy. It's yeah, how much they really change you don't notice. Well, like when we were watching Ace Ventura, and then they talked about it in Brooklyn Nine-Nine, we're like, this is like really transphobic movie. Oh, I don't think I like this as much as I did before. I'm like, that's... It's a really good movie, and it only gets overtly transphobic right at the very end. Yeah. <laughs> it was crazy, because you go back and you're like, whoa, that was okay then? I guess so. Yeah, we could just... Like, just forgot have, about it. Yeah. We could just pretend that a male character became a woman, and... Yeah, or like, tucking every in. 90s... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, every 90s comedy is, like, super, super homophobic. Every single one of them. And you're like, yeah, that, you can't make that now. No. Mm. No, the jokes would have to change for real. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. The world is a different place. I think it's better, though, really. The world? Yeah. Well, well yeah, we've... we've clearly in some made, aspects, right? Yeah. We've clearly moved forward in some ways. Yeah. Yeah. Even if civil rights are being pushed back. That's a whole other issue. Not for this show. I don't know if they're being... <laughs> I don't know if they're, they're being pushed back so much as talked about overtly. 
Like, I think people were just as racist 10 years ago as they are now. Just now people talk about it, which is gross. Well, yeah, Donald Trump has made it popular to be overtly racist again. Yeah, this is our, is this our last day with Obama? Uh, no, you know, Trump Do we gets sworn in on the 20th. Yeah. That was the 18th. 20th. No, 20th. Oh. That's the big day. America starts being great again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on yeah. that day. I asked someone about that. I'm like, so when was America great? Yeah, no like, one can define this period of time when this it's was. It's like, uh, it was 1982 to 89. Fuck I'm like, seven-year fucking period? <laughs> <laughs> 1982 really? to 1989. Really? Someone said that? That's what they said. Like, what was I'm, the justification for that? Yeah. I asked them about that, and they said, uh, at least we had borders then. I'm like, you have the exact same borders now. Holy I don't shit. understand. We had borders then. Uh, what? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? 1982 to 1989. That's hilarious. Because <laughs> we were all born, guys. Oh, except you. You were already here. You were here before we made America great again. He was here before me. Well, yeah. you guys suck. I made America great again, exactly. and you guys did nothing. No, we brought it down. <laughs> you made Canada great. Yeah. No, America. We've always had borders. <laughs> we always have doesn't make any sense <laughs> business people and money and cocaine and parties yeah from 82 to 89 yeah he's a business guy bonitis yeah gotta watch out for that bonitis yeah that's another back Futurama. to Futurama <laughs> another Futurama episode we're referencing for everyone it's so, because everything in my vocabulary is either like Simpsons or Futurama South Park or South Park or South Park <laughs> The, th- the big three. The big three. <laughs> <laughs> Got nothing else, guys. Sorry. No, that's it. So, do we have anything else for Day that stood still? Um. Okay. So, I think. Okay. So when we watched it, I was like, "That's the ending, really." Like he just flies off, and that's the end. <laughs> yeah. I was kind of like, "What? <laughs> What's happened?" Then I got thinking about it, and the new version has like a completely different ending, but that blew harder. Oh, yeah? So... Well, they were pushing a green message on that, and I think the message in the 51 version is still applicable. It still makes sense to play that one now. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. maybe not as much when they made the sequel. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Because now, like, people legitimately think that, like, North Korea, Russia, and Trump are going to nuke the shit out of each other. Like, people are like, that could happen, because they're all crazy. Yeah. They're totally nuts. This could happen. But when did that movie come out? Like, I want to say it was during... Like eight years ago, probably? I want to say it was during Bush. What? Really? Bush Jr.? Well, Trump's friends with, China, with uh, Russia, right? It's China he doesn't like. Yeah, it's, it's hard to know what he actually thinks. Yeah. Because he, he denies that he has any connection to Putin, but there's videos of him yeah. calling, saying Putin's a buddy of his. Yeah. So it's like... 2008. Oh, so we were in, uh, we were, we're just starting Obama. Obama. Yeah. Just starting. So that's what I mean. Like, things were kind of okay. Yeah. In 2008. Like, it was far enough away from the Twin Towers that people weren't like, oh, war! And, yeah, I think the whole green message was really the only way for them to go. I At still, that point. I still think this would make sense, because people still didn't give the UN any power. It would make sense, but I, th- I just think it's, like, stronger now than yeah. it was in 2000. Yeah, because the, the nationalist attitudes are a lot stronger than they were then. Yeah. If we don't have any uh, anything else to say about this... Oh, oh, oh. 
Go. The phrase. Oh yeah. The uh, the words that activate that disable Gort yeah. are, the, are the words from the Evil Dead, Dead uh, Army of Darkness. Really? Yeah. Klaatu, Verata, Niktu. Verata. Verata, Niktu. Yeah. Yeah. The words, the last one that Klaatu, he gets wrong. Verata. <laughs> Nickel. <laughs> necktie. Oh, well, I knew it was well, an N-word. I, I kind of said them. <laughs> mostly said them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I said your words, mostly. I may not have said every syllable, but basically I said them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so either Gort destroys us or the evil dead do. Yeah. Because it's important words, guys. Don't forget yeah. those. Yeah, it's the save the world words. Mm-hmm. Works in any circumstance, apparently. <laughs> any circumstance. <laughs> so if we're done with... Uh, the day the earth stood still, we'll, I'll, uh, we'll take our first break. Oh, we're taking a break? Yeah, so I can put in a little modern, uh, modern family ads. Oh, ads. So we can cross-promote with other people. Are you going to delete us talking about the ads cross-promotion? Maybe. Okay, yeah, you should probably do that. This is kind of silly. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> what is the modern family? Hey guys, it's Rad Dad Chad, J-Mills, and Lil Man from the Full of Fiber Podcast. Hey y'all, it's Juliet Miranda from the Unwritable Rant Podcast. Hey, this is Bro from the World of Row Podcast. This is Cyanide from the Little Geek Lost Podcast. Hey, this is Rick from Ice and the Face. This is Nick from the Epic Film Guys Podcast. This is Greg from the Sports Dance Podcast. This is Nock from the Geek Over Podcast. This is Gareth from the Open All Powers Podcast. This is Paul from the Countdown Movie and TV Reviews Podcast. This is Adam from Everyone Has a Podcast. Hey, we're Josh and David. From the Scotch and Flicks podcast. This is Matthew McDonough from the Passersby podcast. This is Eric Mocker from the Mockers podcast. We are you. Podcasters coming together in a community to help one another grow. So follow us on Twitter at Podern Family and use the hashtag Podern Family in your tweets and retweet other people who do the same. Podern Family, where great podcasts come home. His eardrums were scientifically altered for world peace. His ears are more finely tuned than yours or mine. He can listen to a podcast from a mile away. He is the most dedicated podcast fan in the world. I do not always listen to podcasts, but when I do, I prefer the Touch Bomb Network. Listening, my friends. All right, we're back from our, our little break there. We're gonna get into Forbidden Planet now, which is essentially a sci-fi version of The Tempest, which I have read, but in university like thirteen years ago, so I got nothing. It's my favorite version of The Tempest. How many have you seen? I, we watched one after we saw this. I can't remember who was in it, but we watched a, produ- a British production. It was fairly modern. Was Helen Mirren the, like, Prospero? I think so. Because that's pretty sick. I think that's the one we watched. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we watched that one. Mirren? Yeah. Well, I just like that they made the crazy sorcerer Helen Mirren. Yeah. Awesome. Especially when Shakespeare wrote it, no women could act, so. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty cool. I made a note here. I think we've already mentioned it, but they got the timing of their, their our, uh, Journeys into space off by about a hundred years. 
because they said tail end of the 21st century and we were in the middle of the 20th century when we got to space. You know what I like? What? Is that it looks so old. Like, it looks so cool, but there's, like, no even dream of what a computer will look like in the future. No. Yeah, you're right. There's no there's no computers with displays. There's no monitors. The yeah. one no, there's a globe with spinning things in it. Yeah. The, the closest thing they have to a monitor is their view display, their view screen, and that's just... It's basically a TV. It doesn't yeah. do anything. Yeah. It just shows you what's outside. But, I mean, I guess to be fair, like... Star Trek The Next Generation didn't even really understand. They got the flat part right. Like, there would be no more, like, physical buttons, but... They kind of did, because it's all touchscreen. Yeah, but, like, it's just so funny because there's no pictures of anything. So, like, when it goes through talking about a planet, it's, like, plain yellow on black text. The whole thing. And you're like, yeah, no. Well, they have, in the next generation, (laughs) in the next generation, they have pictures. They have... Picture displays. Do, do, do you want like me to show people you? talking to each other? But no, do you want me to show you what like computers on the bridge? Because they have displays of planets and stuff. What? Every time Data's there, it's all inner in, like info. Yeah. Because I watched the hell out of that show. I didn't, so I can't comment. Was that in your lost period? Probably. I don't know. No, I still think, think I ever got into it. Mm-hmm. That's that's the kind of displays they had in Star Trek. There's pictures on it and stuff. In the next generation. Mm. <laughs> it is in the show. That's a screenshot from the show. <laughs> when in the show? Oh. So I'm thinking like early in the show. When was the next generation? It started in 1989. Which is crazy. Well, we had Windows 3.1? Well, yeah, we didn't have 97. <laughs> oh, we, we didn't have 95? <laughs> yeah, Windows 95. That was the best. I'm like, I don't remember Windows 97. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was 95 and 98, wasn't it? Yeah, you're right. I'm just a computer person at work where no one knows about computers. But like in the original... So they think I'm a genius. In the original Star Trek, it's all switches and knobs and, and stuff. Yeah. In, in, in the next generation, at least they had the, they were, had like the idea of touchscreens and yeah. displays that move. That's true. That's true. But in this, yeah, it's all... It's like Star Trek. It's all dobs, dials and knobs and vacuum Tops. tubes. What do you think the globe does? Uh... Do you think it's like a navigation thing? The way it turned when they when they were entering the planet's atmosphere made me think it was uh, gauging their orientation relative to the nearest gra- like major gravitational body. Gravitron and graviolis? Sure. We'll do another Futurama reference. Because <laughs> <laughs> like when it's going towards the planet, it's like this. It's, it's the display, flat for people who can't see. And the planet is, is here. Yeah. But the display shows the the ship is being tilted, so I think its its orientation is relative to the nearest gravitational body. Oh, sure. <laughs> I sort of get what you're saying. In if you're traveling through through normal space, it would look it would be horizontal the whole time. Oh. But if you're like right next to a planet, then it would be vertical. This doesn't help anyone anybody listening. No, it's just, <laughs> it's just super describe computing. what you're doing. Yeah. Um, okay, so my <laughs> next note. You have to do a graph. <laughs> Draw some things in here yeah. somehow. No. So my next note is just um, transporter sound broken and horrible. Oh my bad, not a transporter. Yeah, no. 
because they get they have the blue light, which looks like a transporter from Star Trek, and then it makes like horrible screechy noises yeah. for like three green. minutes. And I was like, dude, if my car sounded like that, I would take it in. Like, why yeah. does it sound? Why would you make that sound? Yeah, I said if if it made that sound, that would justify Bones's refusal to use transporters. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> You get in, it's like, like, no, no one wants that. Sorry for everyone's ears. <laughs> You'll be fine. They're all used to me. I'm loud. Yeah. I haven't read Spiked it very much this episode. No, so. I think it's mostly me that's been doing it. Doing pretty oh. good, actually. So it wasn't a transporter. What was it? I forget. I think it was their version of Hypersleep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a suspended animation because they, they're in it and then they get out and they're still on the ship. Yeah, because I was wondering that. Like, <laughs> nothing happened. So I figure it's like a suspended yeah. animation type thing. I was waiting for them to reappear somewhere else or change form or something. I think it's on the ship again. Yeah. I think Star Trek has just kind of made us think that. Yeah. But this yeah. was way before that. Yeah, exactly. So Maybe like, Star Trek watched it and was like, that should be a transporter. <laughs> it might have, yeah. Who knows Gene Roddenberry was like, mm, no. Can't ask him, though. He's dead now. Maybe his wife knows. Is she still alive? Majel Roddenberry or whatever her name was? No. Deanna Troy's mother? No. I'm pretty sure she's dead, too. That makes sense. So the matte paintings were pretty beautiful. Yeah, this, this. has some, some really good matte paintings. Yeah. Like, you would never guess that the the scenery ends just behind where the ship has landed. Yeah, they do a really good job at depth. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because you believe it. And the, the one wide shot when they're in the, the power generation room? That's an incredible mech, because it's, it's lit up in different places. Yeah, that was epic. It looks like they're actually there. Yeah. It's hard to tell where the platform they're standing on ends and where the mat begins. Well, I guess this was the first Hollywood sci-fi movie that they're like, let's give this a real budget. Well, and it shows. Yeah, let's spend money on it. Because I read somewhere that they were comparing it to This Island Earth, and I was like, oh, dear God, not This <laughs> oh, Island my. <laughs> so rough. Don't watch that. Okay. Unless it's unless the, it's the Mystery Science three thousand one. Yeah, then it's okay. Then you can watch it because it's <laughs> funny. But it's a pretty rough movie. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't hold up nearly as well as Forbidden Planet. It's like what you think of when you think of like nineteen fifties sci fi. Oh really? Bad. <laughs> well, more middle of the road. It's not like Plan Nine or anything. Nothing is Plan Nine. That's not fair. No, I'm just saying it's not. It's. Not, <laughs> it's it's bad relative to now. Yeah. But for the time, it was very. It's like saying it's not modern. Manos in the hands of fate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another mystery science three thousand one. <laughs> We're just making all kinds of references that Derek doesn't. Yeah, I'm get. just like, what the hell? <laughs> you never seen Plan Nine? Ever heard of Plan Nine? I've heard of it. Most people, most people don't subject themselves to it. Yeah. You yeah. probably heard about it in Ed Wood, right? I've seen the movie about him. Yeah. Yeah. The mo- Ed Wood is good. Yeah. His movies are bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mulder's seen it 42 times. Speaking of 42. Yeah. Everything in X-Files is like 42. His apartment yeah. number is 42. Yeah, because Scully's like, how many times have you seen this? He goes, 42 times. She goes, doesn't that make you sad? That makes me sad. <laughs> it made me sad. <laughs> yeah. 42 times. It made me mad at myself for subjecting myself to it 42 times. It just doesn't make any sense at all. No, it's bad. No. It's just a series of scenes slapped together. <laughs> Acted really badly. You know who's a great actor? Leslie Nielsen? Robbie the Robot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Robbie the Robot's a sassy bitch. I, yeah. I, I didn't know. I love him, he though. awesome, yeah. He's really sarcastic and bitchy, though. Look, he stole the guy's great. booze. That was the best. Yeah. Like, Can you make this? And he just grabs it and drinks it. Yeah. And the guy's like, hey! And then he burped. The robot. Yeah. I know! 
much booze back. He gives but like we were laughing, we're like individual bottles. Couldn't, yeah. couldn't fabricate a case though. No, it's yeah. no, no boxes. <laughs> How many trips do you think it took him to get all those bottles? In? Lots. Yeah. How did he not get eaten by the monster? Bringing all that booze back. Robbie? No, the cook. Oh. <laughs> well, the the monster from the id didn't didn't have anything against the cook specifically. Yeah, that's true. I guess he only goes after people that uh, it starts with Morbius people that, doesn't like. It starts with people that Mobius doesn't like, and then just kills everyone eventually. Yeah, that's how all the, his people died, mm-hmm. and he wasn't un, he wasn't aware of what killed them. He didn't know that he killed them. Yeah, because this all happens. The monster from the it only appears when he's sleeping in that room. Then how come it? Oh my God, I'm burpy. How come it came at the end and he's awake? Well, I guess it's not only when he's asleep in the room. I guess eventually it it builds up enough power that like you could see the gauges in, in behind them. Mm-hmm. As the monster from the id is destroying more and more things, it uses more and more power in that machine. Uh. So I guess eventually it just took over. It just be, like literally became a mind of its own. Mm-hmm. It started trashing shit on it by itself without any prompting from Mobius. Yeah. So do you think Robbie the robot? fabricated all of the sweet decor going on in that house, too. So it's like, how does he have that kick-ass house? Yeah, probably he did. Like, there's, like, decorative bowls and vases, and I'm like, why would you pack that? Like, <laughs> you're going on a space mission. Like, That's the first thing you should pack. <laughs> I, need, I need my my food yeah. and clothes and decorative bowls. <laughs> I, think, I think it's safe to assume that Robbie built everything that's not... Uh, that's not down that diamond-shaped corridor. Yeah. He's so cool. I want a robot that, like, sasses people and makes booze and outfits. <laughs> it's awesome. That'd be handy. Well, and you can just make diamonds. Yeah, exactly. I can make star sapphires, but it's it's quicker to make diamonds. Yeah, it's going to take a week. You cool with that? Uh, yeah. No, I need it tomorrow. Okay, well, will you settle for diamonds? Sure. <laughs> will you settle for, for diamonds and rubies? Yeah, I guess so. God. But doesn't she have green... And I was confused. I don't know. It was it was Technicolor. I guess they're like, let's show off all the colors. <laughs> <laughs> Even like red is pretty epic. Why would yeah. it be red? Didn't go with the outfit, Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> they should have stuck with star sapphires then, because like those don't. But then we'd have to so wait a week. So what color could those be? I know, but they could have said diamonds would take a week. Will you settle for star sapphires? And then they could have done whatever color they wanted. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen Leslie Nielsen with this much color in his hair. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and not in a dumb comedy. That was my first uh, night. Yeah, he used to be a serious actor back in the day. I know, it's weird. And then I believe Airplane was yeah. the start of his <laughs> comedy yeah. career, and he's never looked back. Because <laughs> he was in the original Poseidon Adventure, which was a very dramatic movie. And then I think, I, I don't know his entire filmography, but I think... Airplane came after that, and that's when that he it. got the comedy bug. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't think I've seen him in a, a serious role since. <laughs> it's usually a spoof. Usually, spoof yeah. movies like Naked Gun, Naked, Naked Gun, Gun 2 and a half, Naked Gun 3 and a third. <laughs> <laughs> the first one was the best of the Naked Gun movies. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so I made a note here that, like, I thought it was funny when Leslie Nielsen is, like, 1950s slut-shaming Altera for wearing the miniskirt. He's, he's almost full on 
Victim blaming her. Yeah, like, they're all gonna try and have sex with you, yeah. and it's your fault. Yeah, he, Although, really, though, she's, like, super naive. Oh, she's just making out with him and hugging him. I'm like, okay, okay, seriously, like, your dad failed you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> teach you something well, the, the first about guy, what people are like. Um, first guy was super rapey. Oh, yeah, yeah, he was creepy as hell. But then I read about it, and, like, Spain, like, blocked this movie from being shown because of her skirt. Yeah, because it was too short. I yeah. could see that in the fifties. Yeah, I was like, yeah, she what? was showing a lot of skin. Yeah, for the yeah, 50s. they're like yeah. first miniskirt in movies. Apparently, that's crazy. Yeah. And you would never think that Spain would be the prudish country to to say no. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> like, have you seen a Spanish commercial? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they have nudity in their commercials. Doesn't make sense. It's practically a nude beach capital of the world. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> yeah, you guys are known for having sex with each other. Like, yeah. why are you? Yeah. It's, it's funny how times change and, like, yet yeah, don't change. Yeah. Things just shift. Now it's America that's like that. Nudity on TV? No! I know. <laughs> can't have that. No, it's okay as long as girls. Well, it depends. You can't show the only nudity, one though. cool, the only American cool with Wiener is Kevin Bacon. Well, he wants to show his Wiener. I'm pretty sure he's a nudist and just wants to be naked on film. <laughs> yeah, he's, like, all about it. Have you seen the video of him? No, Wiener's such a weird Pause it. <laughs> Pause it. Okay, we're taking a brief break. Yeah, just a second. We'll put the link in. Okay, we're back, and the video is called Free the Bacon. Everyone we've, go watch we've it. We've just exposed Derek to Free the Bacon. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Hashtag Free the Bacon. Yes. Check it out. <laughs> Check the out bacon, Kevin's Bacon. The bacon must be freed. <laughs> what were we even talking about the last of this? I was just laughing. I can't remember. Oh, because we were. the miniskirt thing. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like, I can't remember what we were talking about. (laughs) Yeah, what brought us to naked Kevin Bacon? So there's, like, there's some psychology in this? With the monster from the id? It's, like, his his subconscious mind attacking people? So he can't even really control it? That's what makes it worse? Yeah, I guess, because he, like, it just kills everybody except him and his daughter. Yeah. And he has no way he can possibly stop it. I thought the monster was pretty cool. Yeah, it was... 1956? That was, that was a crazy effect. Yeah. That was really good. Yeah. I also, I also think that it sounds vaguely like the smoke monster from Lost. Sometimes it's, it's loudest screech. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of one of the sounds that the smoke monster makes. But that thing makes a c- cacophony of sounds. What's his <laughs> name again? Who? The smoke monster. Oh, uh, Barry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keep Barry. <laughs> Der- Derek's not there yet. He doesn't know he has a name. Barry. Doesn't even know if it's a person or not. Spoilers, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks a lot. You're welcome. Yeah, that was actually my next note, the, that the effects are incredible for 1956. Yeah, I thought so, too, for sure. Like, all of that without the use of computers. Yeah. I don't understand how they did it. Yeah, I, I don't understand how visual effects worked in the 50s. I think it's like layering and a lot of forced perspective and stuff they still use now, but that computer imaging has made it a lot easier. Would, it, would the monster from the id basically be, uh, like, cells? Animation cells? Oh, yeah, he was painted right on. Guaranteed. That'd be shitty, painstaking work. Yeah. Doing frame by... Painting frame by frame. Yeah, but that's what animation was. Yeah. It just, well, that's why they don't do it like that anymore. In this, in this case, <laughs> they would be painting right on the film print, wouldn't they? Well, you could layer. You could do, like, a... Like a... Not cellophane. But, like, a clear plastic over top. Over the, top of what, though? Of the, the frame. I don't like, know what you mean. Like, you would get, like, the film cell or whatever. Yeah. And then you could get 
plastic and paint on that and then layer them. Mind and then you blown. make a new negative. Oh. Like how in animation there's backgrounds and then your color and everything on top of it. Like they're not all one thing. I don't I just don't understand how you how you would do it on video because you don't have like in when you have a brat background in animation it's static, right? Yeah. But if you're doing it on film, you've got a you've got a moving background. But each individual frame is still. So you'd have to have a background for each individual cell that you're painting on. No, you'd have the the film, mm-hmm. and then the art goes on top of that, like rotoscoping. Okay, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know any of this stuff. Oh, it's not making sense to me. Because <laughs> I don't I don't have the I don't have the basis of knowledge. Yeah, because you'd have like, you'd have your your film frame, right? And you've got your spaceship and the, the matte paintings and the stupid fence shit there and people standing. And then over top of that, you would get a second frame and then paint in your like growly, angry monster. And then you layer them and then all of a sudden growly, angry monster is in the... Yeah, I understand that part is like... Where the background comes, like, do you, do you take it out of the film? I don't understand the process. Oh, you'd have to do cutting and... Yeah. Yeah. I don't know exactly how they do it, but... Yeah, I don't know. That would be the process for that. The whole thing, the whole thing blows my mind. It's, it seems like a crazy process to go through to make a, a movie. You have to put that diagram in somehow now. Get a picture of that with your phone yeah, or something? Yeah, put it up on the website. <laughs> this, is how they, this is how they do it. This is what we were uh, talking about. Yeah, number one. <laughs> yeah. Number two. This is the crazy things that we were saying. This is the top. This is the back. Top and back. What? <laughs> this is the background. Background. And this goes on top. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's getting pretty wordy. Fuck, Dylan. <laughs> like the title of our first movie. <laughs> like the, the Day the Earth Stood Still is not a title that people would come out with now. They did because of the remake, but it's not. It's too wordy. Yeah. It's too long a title. You don't see many titles like that anymore. The day the earth stood still. Usually it's like one or two words, maybe four. Or it's something boring like that the girl who did whatever the boring Oh the pretty the pretty thing that lives in the house or something. Yeah, and you're like Ugh. Yeah, just reading the title makes me not want to watch that movie. <laughs> I'm bored already. And then we got six minutes in, it's just fucking narration for six solid minutes. You're like, No, I don't want to watch this. Yeah. I don't think we're the only people that didn't like that movie though. What was it called? The Pretty Thing That Lives in the House or something? Yeah, it was boring. We didn't finish it. We hardly started it. No, we got six minutes. Is that a newer? Like a newer one? Yeah, it's a Netflix original, but it's not. Oh, a Netflix original. I couldn't get into it. Yeah. But another podcaster that I I interact with sometimes said it's not good, so I'm like, okay, that justifies my turning off then. Yeah. (laughs) Off. Yeah, his, his show is called Netflix and Swill. They, like... They just review stuff that's on Netflix, and he said it was terrible. Oh yeah. Oh, and I uh, I made a note that uh, that the girl there she wants uh, she wants Leslie's Nielsen because <laughs> she's making googly eyes at him every time they're on screen together. Yeah. Even when he's giving her shit for for almost being raped by that guy. <laughs> My last note is about how the cook. They're like, "Where were you?" And the cook's like. I was with the robot. We were toasting each other's good health. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Just hanging out with the robot, getting yeah. trashed. Well, it's a, it's definitely a good thing that Mobius is a, a linguist, basically, because nobody else would have been able to figure out the Krell language or whatever the hell it was. Yeah. 
he just got really lucky that he happened to know shit about languages. And he, it was still taking him a long time to do it. Yeah. He said he's been deciphering that machine since he got there. And his daughter is, like, an adult. So we have a, a question, uh, a listener question for this one, too. Uh, Brandon from The Basement Condition wants to know how we feel about a remake of this movie. I don't think it's necessary. Well, nothing is really necessary, but Hollywood doesn't make any original ideas besides Pixar, so... I think you could put this movie out now, and people would still watch it, just to adjust the sound. Yeah, maybe, uh, yeah. Hey, this was the first movie to have an electronic soundtrack, too. Oh, was it? Yeah, throw that out there. I almost think if they remade it now, they would do too much to it. Yeah, it it wouldn't be the same story. It would be very, very, very different movie. They'd either CGI the shit out of it, and you'd be like, oh, this is just too much. Yeah, I think the fact that it's practical helps it a lot. Yeah. Well, and I don't know if we would get the whole monster from the id thing anymore, since no one really subscribes to those ideas really that much anymore. Um, But I mean, it's Shakespeare. Like People are still making versions of The Tempest, just not space ones. Yeah, it's unique in that aspect. I mean, it's already a magical story anyway, so there's a lot you could do with it. I just don't think... I don't think they could make it any better, so don't try. It's like the remake. No, of just Robo just Cop. take the source material and run somewhere different with it. Do something original, like this was. Hmm. Yeah, take take the idea and make it your own. Mm-hmm. Like a good cover, a good music cover. Yeah, like you know the remake of Hamlet, Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you feel about a remake? Yeah, I I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think it's. I don't. I don't think they can do it better. I don't think so either, no. For what they did for 1956, it's pretty cool. Yeah. And I think if they tried to make something now, it would be... I don't know, it would get lost. For me, it would get lost, right? It would, It'd be uh, all, all, subs, all style, no substance. Yeah, pretty much. Like a lot of a lot of big movies these, these days. Yeah. Yeah, so I think I think we're all of, uh, of the mind that we vote no. Exactly. <laughs> remaking this great movie. Well, no, just do something, do something original with it, because that's what people like. Like, people love this movie, people love 10 Things I Hate About You, which is Taming of the Shrew. Yeah. People love The Lion King, and that's Hamlet. Yeah. Like, do something different with it. Yeah, take take the story and do something unique. Yeah, because, like, people watch this and they don't automatically go, Shakespeare. No. Same with, yeah, 10 Things I Hate About You, same thing with The Lion King. But they a hundred and ten percent. Yeah, if you go are in, fully Shakespeare remakes. If you go in with those things in mind, with those stories in mind, it's obvious. Yeah. But if you don't, it's just a good story on its own. Well, because he just wrote timeless stories. Yeah. Like murder and revenge plots are like always going to be popular. I mean, you're a hundred. You're all about the revenge movies. I love revenge movies. I remember. They're great. I remember. Taken being one of your favorite movies for a while. Well, it wasn't one of my favorite movies, but I really like watching people get revenge. Yeah. And I, what was that? She was really stupid, though. What was that movie we watched where the, the girl gets invited to this guy's dinner party and then murderers come to the house? Oh! Oh my god, what was that movie? We just watched it on Netflix not that long ago. <sighs> Who's in that? Nobody that we know. Yeah, no. A newer movie? Not really. It's been around for... For a while, but... Oh, yeah? We just never thought, uh... The Strangers? The Invitation is is different. That's a, a guy gets 
bunch of people get invited to this dinner party and then they all they all get murdered. It's kind of the same similar premise. Yeah. It's not the strangers. She, I can't remember for the life of me what the name of that movie is. <laughs> was it any good? Yeah, it was really good. Oh yeah. Because the whole movie, like the, everyone's getting killed, and this one woman knows everything to do to survive. Because like it, it feels like she's been through something like this before. Yeah. But apparently, I think her, I think it turns out that her family is just crazy survivalists. Oh. Oh my God! What is that movie? Is it You're Next? Maybe that sounds that sounds right. If I could see a picture of it, I would know. Yes, because they had the sheet masks. You know how I found it? Are we still recording? Yes. Uh, I googled "girl kills people trying." Girl kills people trying to kill her at a dinner party, and she kills everyone, including boyfriend. And that, <laughs> Holy! And it came up as the second <laughs> thing. Wow! Yeah. Those are some crazy search terms. I know. Yeah, really? Well, that's why I laugh at my students sometimes. They're like, I can't find it on Google. I'm like, you need to write in all the things. Just look at, just type in exactly what you're looking for. Yeah, yeah. exactly what you're looking for. And chances are it's going to work. Ask Google the exact question you have. Man. There's exactly. going to be somebody who's asked that exact question before. Yeah. Google's going to be our gort. It's so smart. Just knows everything. So it's just going to like be like, no, you guys can't kill each other. Gort doesn't know anything. He just reacts. That's true. Maybe Google would be a better one. Maybe. Maybe they should put Google in Gort. Maybe Google will be more like Robbie. Robbie, yeah, I was gonna say be like. Yeah. Because Robbie's actually programmed with the three laws. Yeah. Well, they don't. The they law. don't. They don't explicitly tell us, but he can't hurt people. Yeah. So the implication is that he's programmed with the three laws. He can't let people die either. Yeah. Although good it doesn't old, have good any. Good old Asimov. It doesn't seem to have any problem with the the cook getting liver damage from alcohol. Abuse, but yeah, but that's fun. He's having fun. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I guess there there are limits on on. Uh, well, on by that standard, he'd be like, I can't give you sugar, yeah, or caffeine, or yeah, like anything <laughs> uh, that's not necessarily good for you. I forgot to mention that he makes an allusion to masturbating at one point. The robot does. Yeah, <laughs> I miss that. She's she's, <laughs> she's calling him. She's she's like, I beamed oh, yeah. you. I beamed you like three times. He's like, I was giving myself an oil job. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I beamed you. I was wondering what she was doing. Yeah. I'm like, what is up with that thing? <laughs> I figured it was like a servant bell. Yeah. Okay. That's funny, though. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and I'm like, this is crazy for a 1950s movie. <laughs> Masturbation. Not, only is, not uh, only is the robot skirt. super sassy. Yeah. But uh, this robot is talking about masturbation. On I guess screen. the robot can do whatever he wants because he's a robot. Yeah, a robot. Yeah. When we were listening to the the making of for the day that Earth stood still, they kept calling it a robot. Oh yeah. I, I was it made like, me think of Zoidberg. I'm like, is that just how they said robot in the fifties? <laughs> yeah. The robots. We should go back to that. Yeah, I'm, I'm down with calling them robots. It's easier than robot. Robot. Yeah, it rolls off the tongue a little better. Well, and they invented robots, so I guess they're right. Yeah, that's right. Should just go with it. So the question is, of the two films, which do we enjoy more? It's hard to it's hard to ask Sarah because she tuned out for the second one a bit. Well, oh, I've already seen Sarah. it like a bunch of times, Come so on. there's that. Yeah. Why would you do that to us? Because I've seen it lots of okay. times. Um. I have a really hard time picking between these two because they're good in different ways. Yeah. I exactly. find that I care. I cared more when I was watching. I care now. You make me care more. The day the earth is still, but that could very well be because we watched it first. Yeah. And I'm a sleepy panda 
And I didn't really want to watch two movies in a row. But we, we did that to ourselves? Because you had something to do on Saturday. Yeah. It's Monday now, we had Sarah had something to do on Saturday. And then Sunday we had to cram them both in before bed. So that, <laughs> that could be why. Um, my favorite thing of both films, though, is Robbie the Robot. Yeah. That was the most entertaining thing. Robbie is a way cooler robot than Gordon. Gordon never even talks. No, he doesn't do much. He just... He just beams things. He just destroys guns and walls. Yeah. That's all we see him do in the whole movie. But apparently that suit sucked. It was like two inches of foam rubber over like uh, a fiberglass... Like it was fiberglass against his skin under the suit. Oh, yeah? So I'm like, that seems really uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, and Robbie is in the movie a lot, but a lot of the time he's in that car. Yeah. So he doesn't... No one has to be in him. I'm pretty sure the stuntman was in him whenever he was on screen. Although it sucks although, more to be R two D two. According to the, the like, the studio <laughs> treated that? Robbie like its own thing. The studio was treating Robbie like it was an actor. So at the beginning of the movie, it's listed in the credits as Robbie the robot. Nice. Introducing Robbie the robot, and then it appeared in multiple other films as Robbie the robot. What are the movies? Oh, I don't know. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Let's Google more stuff. Yeah. The robot. The invisible boy. Gremlins. Apparently he's... Yeah, see? Even on IMDb, he's listed as an actor. That's awesome. <laughs> I think these are just references. Gremlins and Earth Girls are easy. Mork and Mindy, he was Chuck the Robot. Wonder Woman, Project UFO, Space Academy, Arc 2, Hollywood Boulevard, Columbo. He's got a ton of credits. Yeah. He's been active for a while, though. Right? Oh, the name comes from an Asimov short story, Robbie. That makes sense. That he definitely is programmed with the three laws. Yep. You learn something new when you do a movie podcast, apparently. There you go. We should have done all of this Googling earlier. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Don't people like to listen when we do this stuff? As, you know, live? Kind of like live, I guess? I don't know. No one ever tells me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So Matt from Beardo and a Weirdo, tell me if you like it when we talk about this shit. He's the only person that tells me if he likes the show or not. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. <laughs> so I think we're uh, I think we're pretty much done, unless anyone else has any anything to add. Uh, nope. So I think that uh, the day that Earth stood still has more of a timeless message, but I think I like Forbidden Planet better. Uh, which one is your favorite? Did we talk about that? Did I miss that? Well, we, we got distracted by Robbie. Yeah, we got distracted. I don't know. I think I like the day there's still still better. Yeah. I don't know why. Maybe it's because of the message. Could be. I mean, they're they're both very good movies. Yeah, they are. They definitely everyone are. Everyone should watch them. Yeah. They deserve to be watched. Especially for their time. The Day the Earth Stood Still is also just a really easy to follow. Yeah. It's very straightforward. Straightforward plot, yeah. There's nothing weird there. There's no... There's no... Weird alien race who makes monsters out of your subconscious mind. Like, yeah. there's none of that weirdness. It's just like, be good to each other. Or this robot is going to, like, destroy all of you. Yeah, there's no alien the culture end. that wiped itself out by yeah by their own ids turning against them. Well, yeah, and, like, the alien is, like I said, a very simple-looking white male. Like, as relatable as they could possibly make in yeah. 1950. Yeah. Instead of, yeah, super far-advanced creatures that turn themselves into thoughts and... So does that mean you yeah. also vote for Taylor Stood Still? Yeah, I like that movie. But like I, I said, on my, own. my favorite part is Robbie. <laughs> I love yeah. Robbie. Yeah, Robbie is good. 
Well, I think it goes back to what you said. They're both good on different... In different ways. In different, different ways. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. So they're they're both good. Yeah. We'll just conclude with that. Yeah, That's watch right. both. And uh, so much... So long. So long and, and thanks, thanks for all the fish. fish. Sarah's going to sing for us. I'm not going to sing. Aww. She said she was going to sing. She lied to us. I did lie. <laughs> Okay, well, well, the dolphins can sing. So long and thanks for all the fish. This has been Welcome to Planet Bob. If you know any shows or movies you think we should discuss, find me on Twitter at King of Bob. That's at King underscore of underscore Bob. And Derek, you can find me at Lars M on Twitter, L A R Z M. And this is Sarah. I'm on Tumblr at Welcome to Planet Bob. You can also find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Welcome to Planet Bob. Thanks for listening to our show, and we hope you tune in next week.